fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! The tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Thanks. This is the Hotbox, episode number 24. Yay. What's that in Spanish, S.A.? 24. Wow. Pretty good. Uh-huh. Pretty good. Thank you, McDonald's in Denver. That's right. Hey, it's September 11th, Saturday, 2010. Welcome. And don't forget, ever. Don't ever forget. Because we're going to remind you once a year. Happy September 11th. Thank you for joining us. 406-204-4687. Give us a call if you're watching live. You can do that at hotboxpodcast.com slash live, where we have beautiful streaming HQ. It's great. I love it. And uh, if you want a little email every time we do a show when the broadcast starts, you can go to justin.tv and make an account there, and you can follow the show. So, how's things? Good. Good. How's Are you done moving yet? Well, you know, I will don't you think ever you're be ever, done? No. <laughs> will you ever be done moving? I I have a family, so probably not. Probably never. <laughs> no. How's never. the How's the place? I went up there the other day and saw it for the first time, and I have to say, you live in a mansion. It <laughs> Sandy. feels like it. Oh man, it is a mansion. My and I'm very well, jealous. yeah, because I mean, you remember my old place? Like yeah. when you came yeah, in, totally. it was like everybody was stacked on top of each other. Like, it's like the house that we all grew up in, you know, living. Yeah. If you lived on the grid, either east or west, all those houses are pretty much the same, and they're yeah, you know, they're kind of roomy, but they're yeah. bigger than this. So yeah, <laughs> and and so the place I'm in now, it's like open. Oh man, it's like a barn with furnishings and insulation and stuff yeah it's like open and so i look around and i'm like okay i've always complained about how you know i mean even my husband has always complained about how there's too much stuff and now i'm like where i don't have stuff to fill in honey we're gonna have to go get more stuff (laughs) there's too much room here well and then of course you know my mother-in-law throws in the fact that apparently we have a piano there no, well, I guess we have like we own one that somebody's oh. been holding for us until we really? had a place to put it, and so now they're like, <laughs> nice. So uh, you know that piano? We were like, what piano? Yeah. I don't even. I don't know how to go ahead I, and sell it on eBay. Okay, well, I have a place to put it now, so I'm like, sure, bring it on over. We'll figure out a play. It. It's. Cool. I won't let my kids ever touch it, but bring it on over. Is it like a nice grand piano? Oh no, it's just one of the standard, like you just know, a regular like a, piano. but it's a piano. Nice. I don't have one. And when you were talking about how high your ceilings were, like you don't realize it till you're in there. Like those the, ceilings are tall. They're like twenty, twenty-five feet. Yeah, I didn't realize. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, just some nice vaulted ceilings, but dude, yeah, <laughs> like, wow. I had to get like a twenty-foot-long piece of PVC yeah. pipe and then take a Swiffer duster and attach it to the end to try to clean the ceilings. Burger says a hippie barn. Close, kind of. Yeah, a, a commune, bit. a communal barn. It could be very it well. Could, could be, and we you got to see the barns there. too, because we actually do have barns on the property. That's right. That not that you're living in, right? Like, not that we're living in. There's actually barns there that are like enclosed, insulated. Right. You know, areas. they're more barny than the barn the, the, you're living the house. in, right? Yeah, the house barn. Yeah, and the house is it's really nice. I it mean, is. You know, I it's mean, really nice. It's warm and it's. It's roomy. It's a great place. I mean, I feel like we've really stepped up in the right direction yeah, for, for sure. sure. <laughs> Mansions. That's how we roll. That's how you're rolling. Yeah, I know, Mansions. right? So, Saturday, we're having a little festival. I'm so excited. September 18th, dude, next Saturday. One Saturday after this one. And it's, it's a week time. from today. I know. It's next weekend. We went over there, and we got to see the bay. That's right. So, rain or shine, doesn't matter, because we got... We'll be there. We'll be there. If it's nice out, we'll be outside. If it's raining, we'll be inside. Yep, yep. Doesn't matter. It's great. 
We're going to have some music. We're going to have some good food. We're going to have some good weed. We're going to have some good people selling some stuff. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be for sure like a really cool time. And we'll be there, which is going to make it even That's more right. fun. That's right. We're doing a live Hotbox show. Hey. And uh, if there is internet and it's decent enough, we will try to stream it for those of you not able to make it down here. But we don't want to hear complaining if people are like, oh, there's lag. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, we will blah, definitely blah, blah, record blah. it either way and it'll go up on the feed. It'll yeah. be another episode. We'll just we're doing it there live in front of an audience, and, and there uh, yeah. will be video footage. I'm sure That's whether right. it's your camera or someone's phone catching yeah. something happening. <laughs> so I'm sure something will be taped <laughs> from ten o'clock till eight o'clock. We'll be there hanging out. Food, like I said, everything, all the amenities you may or may not need will be there. Uh, all the info is at hotboxpodcast.com/slash/roachmarket. If you want a table. Now is the time. You better sign up and get that thing. Get on it. Get on it. We got room. So come on down. It'll be a good time at Smokers Friendly uh, next Saturday, September 18th. So. Yep, yep. Uh, I saw on Facebook the other day that someone posted something about, I forget who it was. It's not the Northwest Drug Task Force, the I don't Lake think. Lake County drug task force. Is that who it is? Yeah. Okay, that they're going around and checking all of the caregivers to make sure that you're not having more plants than you're allowed and making sure that everything is, you know, properly in order. Uh, what's up with that? Is this the first time they've done that? Done actual well, checks? I mean, I'm sure they've done checks before, but I think this is the first that I've heard of, at least recently, where they've done, like, a bunch of people at once. And they're, are they going through everybody? Like, have you gotten checked? or? Well, no. I think that it was just the Lake County, and so they were focusing on that area. I'm in Flathead County, so I think that if I were to get checked, it would be from... Oh, okay. So it's, know, it's a particular county it's, it's limited yeah, to. Yeah, I think it was the, the sheriff's task force, actually, that is who went in, and they just wanted to make sure that people weren't over their counts. It wasn't that they were, like, going into people that they suspected of doing anything wrong. Right. It they was were going a in blanketed and, right. And, they were just apparently randomly going to people that are caregivers and right. saying, you know. But one of the questions I have is this: this list of caregivers is supposed to be just like a list that they can check, so that if somebody says I'm a caregiver, I'm allowed to have this. They can do that. I didn't. Right. I mean, I I guess are they allowed to go through that list and like check everybody on it? It's is it there who compiled the list the state right yeah so I would imagine if they're I mean the county uh, answers to the state so the state says okay here's your county's list now go make sure everyone's legit well it's yeah it's not private info I don't think they can legally go through and check like all the names on the cards that you have I think they have to go through. You know, the, the group thought, that does that. Well, but. I just thought that, like, well, I mean, Rock Bottom... Rock Bottom Approach says, dude, yeah. isn't that considered harassment? And I see, and that's kind of how I see... I see it on that line of harassment, because it's like... Well, do... If you have a reason to go and check these people, then that's one a thing. A probable cause of sorts. But if you're just doing it just to do it... And, I mean, somebody's even said that there was an article recently that just came out, like, today... That the Lake County office is actually getting looked at because of some moose poaching incident. Really? And They're so, being investigated for killing some moose? And so I guess there's some talk that this may be just their way of trying to take attention off of themselves. Right, like right. they're hoping they're going to uncover something major. Hey, don't worry what we're doing. We're doing our jobs. We're about to go check on everyone that's growing pot legally. But I don't know. I kind of I don't really see it as harassment. I mean, I don't know. I haven't been there when they've been doing their checks, so they could be harassing in the way they're checking. But to me, it, it's like if you let's say you uh, you work at a water bottling place, and every now and then you have the county health inspector come in to make sure that everything's legit. You know, making sure that there's no cross contamination, uh, making sure that your room is clean, making sure that all of the the laws or the standards that they have in place are being met in order because you are serving something to the public like that. So I can see them maybe doing checks like that, not, you know, like I said, not being the, the health department, but whoever's department it is to head that, you know, going in and making sure you don't have your 
uh, caustic chemicals, whatever you may have, making sure that you're not growing your your uh, plants in a place where there's you know nasty chemicals laying around. Like if you have some paint thinner, you don't want well, that near the dirt that's going to bleed into it or right. anything like that. And that's why I think that the Department of Agriculture should have a hand in this, is because the Department of Agriculture is who's supposed to be responsible for making sure that things that we take in are healthy things, right? right? And Rock Bottom Approach says usually stuff like that is called profiling. Kind of like if they stop everyone on a particular highway or something, but I don't. I don't think so because they, it's it's an industry and that industry is regulated to a sense. So you have to check on you know the people that are a part of that industry to make sure they're adhering to the standards. Well, yeah, but so but how like often, I say, it depends how they do it. They could be very harassing in the way they do but, it, in which case well, that wouldn't be good. Yeah, but how often do we hear about? I mean, I know they've got systems in place, but honestly, they don't show up at pharmacies, liquor stores, any other place that sells unless stuff. there's a problem. Well, yeah, but they don't even show up anywhere to count what they have in stock. Do, can you think of a single yeah, business? I used to work at a liquor store. And and they never, you know, every Wednesday we'd get our truck in with whatever we right. wanted. And but that's can that. you think of a single business other than when the government feels they need to go in and see if somebody's making nuclear warheads yeah, or something? Right. <laughs> but can you think of any business where the government is able to go in and just randomly check what you're doing? Yeah, And no. just randomly Especially count and make sure that you're doing it right unless private, they've gotten a report. Not if it's a private business, no. I, I Just to me, and it just seems weird that they can do that. They yeah, can that just is show up weird. and say that they need to count your stuff and make sure that you're doing it. But it's part of the legislation saying that you're only... If if there was no cap, if you could just grow as many plants as you wanted, then I would say if they tried to do that, then yeah, that's total harassment. But because this specific industry has specific caps set on the limits, then, you know, how do they know? They well, have yeah, to check but, it. I mean, if you've gotten a complaint... Or if you have reason to believe that I'm doing something wrong, right. then let me know that and then we will go from there. Not just if doing it If you're just randomly. randomly showing up because right. you, you're you hoping something's wrong, then you can yeah. make a name for and yourself. And in that case, if that's the case, they're going to be looking to find something wrong. And when you have it in your head that you're going to you know, find something wrong, chances are you're going to find something wrong. Well, and that could be uh, harassment. Well, you know, and like I said in the chat just a little bit ago, um, the way I keep things basically around my place is you are not allowed in my home unless you have a warrant. I mean, right. I'm doing everything legally. It's not that I have anything to hide. But it's, it's my right. It, yeah, it's my right to tell you. Even here. you need a warrant in order to come into my property right. and poke. We around. would do that here, just out of principle. We, yeah. We're not growing anything here anymore. There's there's nothing here, you know. But if you wanted to, yeah, go get a warrant because what am I? I'm not doing anything, you know. Right. Exactly. Why are you bugging me? Exactly. So I mean, and that's that's very clear. I mean, that's how and I M keep it. MDS says a drug task force is the cops, not a regulatory enforcement department. Right. Which is true. The state of Montana, honestly, they should they should have a regulatory department that right. handles well, making sure people are doing that. And if they want that to be the police officers, then they need to we include need to vote something. On that. They need to include something in legislation that says right. the police officers are the ones who will handle making sure caregivers right. are staying within their regulated lines. It's like what, lines. what they said at the last uh, MMGA meeting about how you should, <clears throat> excuse me, if you want to, you can go to the Department of Agriculture and, and sign up with them. And that way, uh, he said something like... You if, get a nursery license. Right, exactly. So, so if the cops come there to do anything, they cannot touch anything if you show them that Department of Agriculture paper. Right. They have to wait they for someone from that department to come there because it's their jurisdiction now. Exactly. It's a nursery So, at that yeah, point. if you have that nursery license, then, yeah, they can show up, but they can't do anything. Which and So there's a good side to that, but then the bad side is, you know, there's more strict rules to adhere to. There's higher right. standards of how you can... Uh, keep your fertilizers and all that because at that point it becomes an agriculture right not you and know, the department of agriculture doesn't recognize some of the things people may use with their right. plants like, like neem, neem oil, oil. Right. neem oil if they see that you're gonna get dinged right. for it it's totally organic but the department of agriculture does not recognize it as a substance that can be used on agriculture and their only reason is because they've never They've never treated marijuana as an agricultural crop before, so these things aren't tested. If they went and did the research and tested them after, you know, a while, then it would be fine. But it's just, 
It's not the neem oil itself. It's the fact that they've never exactly. had to use that for anything, so it's not in their list of approved chemicals. Right. So if you have that nursery license, then it's your responsibility to make sure that if the Department of Agriculture were to show up, your place is up to their standards, which means your fertilizers and anything else that you use with your plants are locked up in an entirely right. separate area. No cross-contamination, exactly. all that stuff. So it, it's there's a good side to it, but it's more work so mm-hmm. how serious do you want to be do you want to take this do you want that extra layer of protection or are you not worried about it well and i know people who've gotten their nursery licenses and it's it's easy to do yeah, and definitely. it's nice to have that extra you know that's another step of us helping people see this as a legitimate a le- yeah exactly a legitimate industry. business yeah and it, it does help because if the cops roll in there for whatever and they find something or even are just having a bad day, they can just roll in and just wreck your crops. They'll cut them down, they'll uproot them, whatever. See, if you have that Department of Agriculture thing, they can't touch it. Right, but if the Department of Agriculture comes in and they find something, they will chop everything down without us. You cannot talk them out of it. So you better, if you're going to do that, make sure you have your things set. Right. (laughs) Because if they walk in... Don't cut corners if you're going to do the agriculture Right. And then if you get it, don't think, oh, well, it's going to take three to six months before somebody can even show up and check my stuff. I'll just wait to do it. You need to be ready to start... Right, you know, adhering to those things immediately, ASAP, and you need to follow them daily because I, I mean, I'm serious. If they show up and you've got a bottle sitting there, even <coughs> if it's just water, doesn't matter, unlabeled, exactly. all that. It's very if, strict. If standards. it's just sitting there, they will come in with a. a big old machete or whatever it is they like to use and they will hack your babies and you've just got to stand there and watch it. Yep. And that's money all getting chopped down. Yep. That is medicine that will all be burned and nobody, and it's not being burned the right way. That's a waste. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. No kidding. So, I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice fallback to have, but you have to make sure you adhere to all of the, all of the regulations. It is a stricter standard set. But I do think the Department of Agriculture does need to get involved, definitely. Yeah, it's agriculture at this yeah, point, you know? Exactly. That bong, by the way, is hitting much better now. I know. I'm glad that it got fixed. I would like to thank our friend up at Smokers Friendly for giving me a new piece for it. If yes. I, did we mention that it broke on this show or the other show? No, I know was, we mentioned on the other show, the other podcast. I think we might have mentioned it, but we didn't dwell. Okay, well, my roommate like kind of is a hulk about things, and he like rips doors off hinges and drawers out of their container. He just he breaks stuff. He fixes it, kind of, but he he's very breaky, you know. So the the bong stem, the internal piece that the actual bowl piece slides into had a crack in it, and then the other day it just, like, fell off. So we had it, like, rubber-banded, and it's just been pissing me off. So thank you, uh, Smokers Friendly, for donating the new female piece. I appreciate it. It works amazing. It's so much better. I didn't realize I'd been using it all half-assed for the longest time, and I forgot how good that thing hits. Yeah, it's very nice, I have to say. Definitely helping. So, yeah, and you guys, there's going to be, definitely bring some cash to this uh, Roach Market. Like there's I said, September so 18th. There's going to be so much stuff. There's going to be some cool stuff to buy. There's going to be amazing glass pieces. There's some cool t-shirts there from Seedless. Uh, there's some personal defense stuff. I know. <laughs> if the, you feel like you need a new taser. The, Can we the, do a demonstration? Uh, a taser demonstration? Who? We'll figure it out on Sean. On Sean. Oh, that would be awesome. When he's rapping. <laughs> that Oh, that's going to be great. Oh. Taser demonstration, September 18th. Yeah, right. We might have to do one on the, the Jam Hole Live show, too, on, on the 25th. That would little be taser funny. demonstration at Anna's. Yeah, <laughs> but you awesome. have to use that giant taser beat stick that the flashes. Beat stick. Oh, yeah. man. I kind of want that. Like, not because I need protection, but just to have. Like, this thing is a... It's like... This big, it's a solid baton, but it's a flashlight, but then it's also a taser. So you can, like, beat, tase, shine the light, and then... Oh, it's awesome. It's yeah. so awesome. Um, if that thing... Oh, man. If if you could turn that thing into a bong, that'd be brilliant. I bet you could. You could. I can turn anything into a bong. So uh, I heard in the news, Bob Marley's daughter is having a little run-in with the law here. Yeah. Uh, the daughter of the late reggae icon, Bob Marley, does not 
trumpet her famous father, but she shares some of his beliefs, ones that have landed her in trouble, her attorney said. Uh, Mikita Marley, she's 29, uh, she pled guilty Tuesday to possessing a parcel of marijuana plants, 11, mature, three juvenile, and to tampering with evidence when police came to her Kane, uh, Collin Township residence on the 8th. The lawyer said that uh, his client, like her father, believes marijuana has religious value. That's good. You can't mess, you can't F with the religious argument. Rasta. Hey, if that's your thing, mm-hmm. freedom of religion, right? Mm-hmm. If you guys can believe in the flying spaghetti monster, I can smoke a little weed. Come on. Let's see. And let's look at death tolls. Let's just... I'll even just pick one of your religious wars. Let's go with... Mm, uh, I don't know. There's so many great ones to choose from. <laughs> let's go with the Crusades. Death toll? Mm, in the high, probably or around hundreds of thousands of people, if not more. Uh, marijuana? Mm, Rastas? Mm, zero. That's awesome. Uh, the Elder Marley, whose hits included One Love... Buffalo Soldier, and I shot the sheriff. He died of cancer in 81 at 36. He practiced Rastafarianism, a faith that generally regards Africa as the promised land and the late... Ooh. Do we... Hmm. I'm, I'm not okay with that. I don't think Africa's maybe the promised land. Can can you pick and choose? Can I can I go with the weed and the spiritual whatever? But maybe let's pick a better place Probably for the promise. Probably not. I think if you're it's gonna like nothing. believe it, yeah, mm. I think you gotta believe it. Man, I don't know. I, I'm I'm at ends with that. Well, maybe Rasta's hmm. not for you. Is there are there any other uh, pot smoking religions that we can go with? Mm, no, hmm. not that I know of. Well. I I guess, but you got you're gonna have to make some big changes if yes. Africa's gonna be the promised land. Like for one, get rid of the AIDS, okay? <laughs> all together. No well, they more... actually <laughs> believe that it's not just all of Africa; it's Ethiopia. Is the... oh really? Yeah, I saw the promised land on some commercials full of starving Ethiopians and some big giant white lady trying Sally to get Struthers. food. Sally Struthers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Ever since the South Park episode a long time ago, that spoofed that when she was in there with Starving Mars, she's eating. That's whenever I hear her name, I picture that Sally Struthers, the big Java the Hut. Yeah, Sally yeah, Struthers. Not Those like are my Sally. Cheesy poops. <laughs> awesome, dude. Okay. What was she from? She was in like an old TV show, wasn't she? Before she ended uh, up doing Family those- Ties. That's what it was. Oh, <laughs> uh, so much useless information in my brain. I know. I blame the uh. television. And yes, Bob Marley had a lot of kids, yeah. but his website only acknowledges a handful of them. The ones that are musically talented. Bob Marley was <laughs> a great man, but unfortunately he was a slut. And I mean Great he, man, maybe not the best father figure. No, he was a good he was a great was he father. A good he father? was a horrible okay. husband. Oh, okay. He he <laughs> just slept with everybody. Well, well, I mean, even his his youngest You're Bob son, Marley. I mean, his youngest son, Damian Marley. His yeah. mom used to be a uh, Miss World, Miss Universe. Really? Yeah, she was. She's this. Uh, wow. Yeah. He just like he went through all walks of oh, life. Oh yeah. That's awesome. He liked the white chicks, huh? Yeah. That's he good. well, he liked them all. He liked Females. all the chicks. Female. Nice. Female. <laughs> Gender specific. <laughs> and his wife helped take care of all of them, too, which of was kind of cool. But anyways, that, that was, was just nice a side her. note. Uh, yeah, and the late Ethiopian emperor, Hail Selassie, as the divine figure. Yep. I guess I, I would be all right with that. I mean, Jesus, Halil Selassie, Halil Selassie is actually Rastafarian. That was his name. Ah. And so... Rastafari. I went... I've researched a bunch of different religions, and that was one of them. Because, of course, you know, the pot-smoking side of it. I was like, huh? Right. So Let me read a little bit about this. Were you not okay with the the Africa being the promised land either? Well, I I don't have a problem with that, because honestly, I, I mean, I know it's not... 
I mean, I know a lot of people have their own beliefs, but I know it's not the United States because honestly, when you think about it, I mean, everything happened over there. The United States is new when it comes right. to the world. I mean, I'm it not was saying just the U.S. Discovered. is the, the promised land either. Yeah, Don't get me so wrong I mean, here. it could be Africa. It could be the promised land. Could not even be on this planet. That's I don't what I was know. just gonna say. The, but, the promised land is somewhere in the Pegasus Galaxy. But for I us mean, to build it, a Stargate. I don't have any specific issues with it. It's just that I mean, I don't. I think that if you're gonna believe in something, you have to believe in it full force and put right. everything into it can't just pick and choose right mm. and so there's certain things about it that i don't know if i can like i'm i mean if i were to be rasta i wouldn't be able to ever get tattooed again really yeah they don't believe in um hmm. doing that to your body and so I let's mean, start it, a religion with the weed smoking and stuff of rasta but not the promised land of rasta and not the tattoo thing of rasta and we'll start our own okay if Where's we got big enough, land? we could we could like not have to pay taxes too. That's true. Like Scientology, I'll write a amazing backstory of how our religion came to be, it's, and we'll have a great epic prophet. We'll film it. We'll make it three D. It'll be perfect. The and then we'll make a bunch of tax free money. <sighs> Why didn't I think of this before? Brilliance. Uh, so, uh, were it not for family ties, Makita Marley probably would have moved to an area more accepting of pot smoking, but her mother and the father of her five-year-old son live in this area. So, according to the criminal complaint, she awaits trial on drunk driving charges. Mm. Uh-huh. She let the police search her basement, went to get a key, but was then seen trying to remove a plant from the premises. You have, like, 15 of them of the plants there? How many do you have? A passel, Did 11 she- of them mature, three juveniles, so... You had 14 plants, the 15th she was trying to get rid of, because, like, what, one more plant, and that was going to send you to jail? If I can just get rid of this one, I'll be okay. That seems weird. Was she, she going to try to get each of them out, like, in maybe it was sentences? The, maybe it was the mother plant. <laughs> I've got to run to the bathroom really quick. I'll be right back. Yeah, hold on. Just wait right here. Don't mind Oh, but I left the plant. stove on. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you smell that? Something's burning. Uh, according to, she was sentenced, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that's it. What? What do you got for us? Well, we've, we've talked about Mark Emery a few yep. times. And How's he she actually, doing? He out of jail yet? No, actually, he went through the sentencing hearing. Um, the man once known as Canada's Prince of Pot is now a federal inmate in the U.S. system after a judge in Washington <laughs> the Prince of Prison now. sentenced him Friday to five years in ah, prison. Man, that sucks, dude. Marijuana. We act- feel your pain, yeah. dude. Marijuana activist Mark Emery pled guilty in May to U.S. District Court in Seattle, Washington, to a single count of conspiracy to manufacture marijuana after an 18-month investigation into the seed-selling business Emery opened from his head shop in Vancouver, British Columbia. So all that investigation, and they came up with one charge of, what was it, conspiracy to sell or to, to manufacture. manufacture. Right. And so they imposed, he's got a five-year sentence, includes four years of supervised probation. And um, says that there, uh, quote, there is no question that your actions were illegal and criminal, and your actions ensured that others broke the law and suffered consequences. Right, because everybody that's growing pot here grew from Mark Emery's seeds. I don't think I know anybody that's their sole crop is from that. You know, maybe one or two plants, but you, by taking him out of this and putting him in jail, you're not doing anything, even like the smallest minute dent in anybody getting pot here or anywhere for that matter. I'm sure even in Canada, Vancouver, people have smoke shops in Vancouver, don't they? Vancouver, Canada, they're cool with that here. It's us, and it's the U.S. that's But the U.S. Mad is who forced them to actually right. arrest him. Right. The U.S., because we have a DEA agency in Canada. We have them in several countries, and it's our way of controlling drugs going in right. and out of we the country. We have to be the ones selling the drugs. Right. Right. So basically what happened was Mark Emery was being investigated for selling all of these seeds and they found out that they were going into the United Over States. International, the drug task right. force in Canada said, uh, no, this needs to be stopped. You guys need to arrest him because he's a Canadian citizen. The Canadian government had to arrest him, but the drug task, the DEA was able to help with the investigation right, right. and get it all going. 
then they extradited him to the United States. Right, I remember because that. Because we actually started, have the laws that are yeah. going to get him in trouble. Because if he would have went to court there, their laws would have been like, so? Uh, yeah, they would have been <laughs> Did like, Did you kill okay. anybody? Did you rape anybody? Are you stealing? No. What are you doing here? So I guess like maybe 50 bucks and yeah. we'll call it a day, dude. That's ridiculous. Is that, is that all right? I mean, their parliament there would have just been like, okay. Yeah. But here we've got the laws. We, we he They feel that he wronged us Did here. they look into the states that he sold them to? Like were any of them medical marijuana states? Because those can get thrown out, right? Well, they they didn't look at that. They just said the fact that he was doing it, period. Not right. that. Okay. Well, I mean, if it was something more um, like like the Tommy Chong thing, right? right? Operation Pipe Dream, yeah. where they <laughs> actually had him selling glass to someone within the United States in a state that prohibits it. Right. They that, were able to yeah. track that one thing. This is something they're saying happened over years. They don't have to one so many people. specific and it incident. Doesn't, it, right. And it it doesn't help that, you know, his his motto is overgrow the government. Yeah, that you know? probably didn't help. Them. I mean, his his idea is if he gets enough plants going out there, there will be too much. And they'll just say, oh, OK, never mind. There's too much to deal with. And we give up. Right. Right. And so he's selling all these. So seeds. on a pol- he's a political prisoner in essence. In essence, yes. That's but they're crazy. saying that politics don't have anything. Oh, to do of with course, because that would look bad. Right. 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 So he's been sentenced to five years. He's going to be here for a little while. I believe that there is time served included in that. Well, yeah, because he's been in jail for a bit now. Uh, it, yeah, I think it's... Since we started the show, that's when he went yeah, to jail, so remember? Because he was first... Yeah. We did, yeah, yeah. He got extradited, like, one of our very first shows, we yeah. talked about him being extradited that day. Yep, and then getting tossed into solitary. Yeah, for the videotape yep. conversation. Poor yeah. guy. But, yeah. I mean, I guess you you kind of expect that to happen if you're... For one, you can either you can do one or the other. I think you can have that stance, or you can sell seeds and and sell pipes and stuff. I don't think you can do both because then they'll really notice you. Well, and yeah, and that's what he did. He had the stance. He had the you know f you American government. We're gonna overgrow the nation. And then he's like, and by the way, I'm the one selling the seeds. And right. Then they got him. Right. And he never, you know, he didn't go through and say, okay, well, I'll just sell to California because they're a medical state. Right. It's or probably th- there's okay for them. fifteen to choose from now. Well, like, now, but back when he was doing True, it, it yeah. was he was just selling them to anybody who right. ordered them. And it is kind of a pain for, I mean, for someone to do that, I suppose. Yeah. But I mean, well, so that's what's kind of happening with him. Well, but, he'll be here for five years if anyone wants to go see him, yeah. I guess. Um, so we got an email from Berger. And ah, this, yes. yeah, this kind of, this really peeves me. <laughs> like this seriously made, I was reading this story and I was getting angrier and angrier as I was reading it. We have to do a show right now. I'm so mad. People I, have to know about this. I was like, come on, seriously. Ah, okay, so. It's wait. Amham says, Burger peeves me too. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. so, By- Byron Nelson High School Jr. Kyler Robertson was cleared to return to classes Thursday, his mother said. Two days after he was suspended because he was believed to be under the influence of marijuana. Robertson, 16, was grieving his father's death when he went to high school Tuesday. He had bloodshot, watery eyes, and school officials said he smelled of marijuana. Mm. According to Christy Fritz, his mother, after being checked by a school nurse, he was suspended and told that he would have to enter an alternative education program. Wow. Because your dad died. That sucks, dude. Like, they didn't ask him that? Like, is everything okay? I'm sure he told them, but you know how people get. Right. You can say what you want, but we know. So, they saw... Was he smoking weed? No. Okay, so what happened is they saw his eyes... Their eye, his eyes were like bloodshot and watery, which is how they get when they're crying. And that put the thought in the mind of whoever was inspecting him that, mm-hmm. oh, he must be smoking weed. Then he says he smells it, which he totally probably just imagined. Well, probably, yeah. And it even said a, a drug test performed later that day showed no evidence of marijuana or any other drug. Amazing. 
And they still suspended him. No, after learning of the negative test results Wednesday, Northwest School District officials told Fritz that Robertson would would no longer have to attend the alternative school. Oh. Gee, thanks. But Fritz said she also wants the district to remove the suspension from his record and apologize for its lack of compassion in handling the situation. Sure. They should do that. Sure. Why not? Uh, yeah. That I makes her feel that better. That should be a given. They should have yeah. said, we're you can sorry. come back to school. We're taking this off your record. Right. We're sorry it ever happened. Oh, and by the way, here's a scholarship for a little bit of your college tuition because we're assholes. Yeah. Why not? Sure. Excuse you guys, my French, yeah, but you guys honestly, totally, that's not nice. This 16 year old kid is going through like a horribly traumatic experience. And instead of listening to him and you know what? If he did smoke a bowl, oh, effing well, his dad just died. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being that young and that happening. You suspend him for it. Yeah. I mean, I well, I mean, here's more time to grieve, I guess. (laughs) That's crazy that he was even in school. Like, don't you? Well, I mean, it was it was a a little after. It's not like it was the day after. But I mean, I I haven't ever lost like a parent. I lost my grandfather, who was like a parent. Yeah. And I mean, I was tore up for a while. It sticks with you for a while. It definitely does. It's more weird than anything because that's the one. You know, you have really two people. Most of us who's have been in your life since the beginning and you know you lose one of those it's weird it's like where's that person that's always been here you know well yeah and then to have to deal with this on top of that right yeah i would be like f you school i'm out well i mean that's that there's no compassion in that whatsoever how are how are you proving that it's okay for kids to go to school when they are going to be accused of smoking marijuana every time they turn around yep i mean they could smoke a cigarette and you think that's what it is marijuana i mean i know that a lot of kids probably use the whole i'm tired or i've been crying excuse because they've got bloodshot eyes but once in a while they're probably right they're telling the truth so burger sent that in and that was just apparently the the father was fatally stabbed to death on a sunday during some argument which is kind of crazy it wasn't like he just died, you know, of, you know, whatever. He was murdered. It was murdered. like a sudden death. He was murdered, yeah. Uh, and he plays, he didn't return to school, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so, you know, 16-year-old kid, dad gets murdered, they he say cries, we basically We basically put our life and grieving on hold so we could follow the appeals process and not lose that opportunity. At this point, my question to them was, what was he suspended for? That's so crazy. Well, I mean... They just don't know how to handle that stuff. Well, and isn't there even, like, a pro... I mean, okay... Some schools have a zero-tolerance drug policy where before they even ask any questions, you're out of there, you're suspended, you know, and then they maybe look into it. That's just insanity. It is. It totally is. Most of the, the you know, first four grades, all the kids are doped up on Ritalin. Well, yeah, it's just, to me, it's just insanity. I mean, you know, there's no compassion in this whatsoever. This school is obviously on a witch hunt. And these are people that you, you know, raise your kids for eight hours a day or whatever. And they can't even tell when somebody's actually been smoking marijuana or when they've been mourning the loss of a parent. I know. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Good job. Thank you. I'm glad that you'll now be teaching my child science also. Yeah, please tell them about how <laughs> tell them about all about intelligent design, please. Yeah. Uh, I found a, an opinion piece here about Prop 203, the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act. And this guy is saying resist temptation. Vote no to legalize marijuana. If it passes, Arizona will be the 15th state to legalize medical marijuana, which decriminalizes the distribution and use of the weed. Uh, So what he says that I really had a hard time with, besides, like, telling people to vote no for it, he's saying that users would have to adhere to certain regulations. They would not be allowed to use marijuana on the job in a public place, on school grounds, public transport, or private property where the owner does not allow it. Of course, that's in the law. A person cannot drive under the influence of it, Employers would be prohibited from firing or rejecting qualified medical marijuana users for having traces in their blood 
Uh, Prop 203 would not deter a health facility or senior home from reasonable restrictions on provision, storage, or use by patients. <coughs> Supporters of Prop 203 say studies show that marijuana helps to relieve pain and symptoms of debilitating diseases. Patients who are suffering should not be at risk of arrest and serving jail time for alleviating their pain, right? Sure. So statistics show that illicit marijuana use can cost more to a state for enforcement and prosecution than allowing a regulated and taxed use. Arizona's ballot measure provides restrictions and strict regulations to ensure controlled distribution. So it sounds like if they do pass it, they're going to be like way, way tight about how it's going to happen. Uh, on the other hand, he says... Those opposing passage of Prop 203 say research shows that long-term marijuana use can reduce short-term memory and slow mental processes. You know what that is. That's called getting old. You can get old and not smoke any pot, and your short-term memory is still going to be reduced. Your mental process is still going to slow down. Pot has nothing to do with that. It doesn't increase that. It doesn't, you know... You're going to lose your mind eventually. It's called getting old. Deal with it. Legalizing marijuana could increase recreational use. Uh, no. Everyone that smokes it, we've said this, everyone that smokes it is smoking it already. You're just going to make it legal. It's not like there's going to be a whole group of people that are like, oh, it's legal now. I'm going to start smoking it. Well, Everyone's even already if smoking. they do, at least they waited until it was legal. Be yeah, thankful for sure. that. <laughs> sure. That's why, you know, you see these large numbers of, of pe people getting their cards and stuff. Because everyone's smoking it. That's how these things pass with majority vote, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, legalizing can increase recreational use, causing particular harm to our youth. Really? Really? It's going to cause harm to our youth if we legalize weed. Okay. Uh, it also sends the wrong message about drug use. Because, you know, pharmacies on every corner and everyone on prescription pills sends the good message of, of drug use. This is yeah. how you should do your drugs, kids. A pill fixes everything. That's right. Uh, while the proposition attempts to regulate drug use so it is not out of control, it is difficult to effectively regulate marijuana because the dosage can't be accurately measured or regulated. There is also the potential for fraud and abuse because nobody is abusing prescription painkillers, right? Or alcohol for that matter. Oh, and I have an idea on dosage. How about one hit and quit for just a little bit until you know how you're going to feel and then take another one. But the thing is, it's not like if, if you get a bottle of Oxycontin and take the whole bottle, you will die. There is no way around that. You will overdose and die. Mm -hmm. You could smoke weed until you can't smoke weed anymore. You're not going to die. You might throw up at the most, and that's rare. Yeah. And you're just going to... like You'll fall asleep. You'll eat, and then you'll fall asleep. There's a reason the dosage isn't regulated, because it doesn't matter. Smoke until you feel you're good. Are you not responsible enough as adults to handle that? Most Do we have to put a dosage on the bottle? And most of the paranoia, I mean, personally, I think a lot of the paranoia comes from being scared you're going to get in trouble. Right. If you take that element out of it, the, the paranoia melts away. Yeah, it completely. It's so silly. It's silly that those are their arguments. The same tired arguments that we've been like, th that's, n that's a non-issue. Yeah. Completely. Uh, in 96, or, yeah, in 96, an Arizona initiative passed that would have allowed medical marijuana use, but because of federal government objections, it was not implemented. Did you know that? Mm -mm. Back in 96, Arizona passed an initiative, but they couldn't do it because of the, the federal. That's crazy. Oh, that's when I was 15. I don't remember Yeah, that's what then. I'm saying. Like, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, Arizona. They passed it way back then, but couldn't do nothing. That's sad. Uh, since then, other attempts to decriminalize marijuana have been on Arizona's ballots and failed. Uh, now that several states have legalized medical marijuana, the federal government has said it will not prosecute users or doctors who recommend weed to their patients. Uh, they're like, well, since all of the states, I mean, since a bunch of states have said that they want it, we're going to go ahead and let you do what you said you wanted to do. You know, we're going to be a nice government and let you do that since, you know, do you, think? you vote for us and stuff. Uh, is doubtful that passage of Prop uh, 203 will make the border safer. If demand is greater, more marijuana would be imported. Product quality also could be an issue. 
If demand is greater, more weed will be imported. Really? No, actually, about I think more they... of it will be grown here by yeah. people who know how to grow it. Yeah, you're giving what's... people jobs. They're thinking. They're still thinking black market mentality. They're thinking Mexican swag. They're ma- they're scared of the Mexican cartels, dude. Those cartels I have been. I am too, la- and I live in Montana. <laughs> They've been laying waste to like some serious stuff down there. Yeah. I'm glad we don't have to deal with that up here. But yeah, their weed is probably crap. I mean, let's, let's come on, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. If demand is greater, more will be imported. Just grow more. What's the problem? Uh, product quality also could be an issue. Voters should consider the effects this measure might have on our youth. Once again, let's bring it back to the kids. But think about they, – they have, like, commercials with people holding up babies with, like, just sad faces with, like, joints hanging out of their mouth. Is this what you want? If you vote yes for Prop 203, this is what you'll get. They're, like, shaking the baby. This is what you'll get. As I've said before, be a parent. Just because your kid sees something or knows about something doesn't mean they're going to start doing it right away. And hey, maybe if they're going to experiment with something, it would be a little safer for them to experiment with something like this instead of pills, where if they like the way it feels and they take too many of them, you don't have a child anymore. Yep. Definitely not your child anymore. So, well, good luck, Arizona. I hope people are writing... Uh, articles on the other side of it showing that everything he just stated was completely silly, but... I, you know, I just think that there's... There's too much negative happening because of this plant. Whether it's legalized for people to just use it or whether it's legalized for just medicinal uses, it needs to be regulated somehow so that people aren't going to jail constantly and all of the money that we're paying in taxes is being spent on going after these families and persecuting these people that are using it for health reasons right or who are doing it and they're not hurting anyone at all i mean that 80 year old guy we talked about on tuesday that's grown in his backyard pretty sure he doesn't have anything to do with anybody dying Nope. Pretty sure he's not breaking kneecaps over the stuff he's growing. Probably not. I mean, it's just, it's insanity what people are doing about this plant. When, I mean, just figure out how to regulate it so that you're not having to go so psycho about it. I mean, that's all that needs to happen. That's it. Soon. We'll see what California does. It's coming up here, huh? Uh-huh, it next, is. Next month, isn't it? Actually, it's going to be in no uh, November 2nd. Um, let's see. I've got something right here. Um, for those who have been long argued that smoking marijuana should not be a crime, a potentially historic turning point is just weeks away. Voters in California will decide November 2nd whether to make their state the first to legalize the growing, selling, and recreational use of marijuana. They should do it just to be the first. Right. Well, you know, they need it. For money, they need and it. And that, they definitely do. But which state doesn't, really? I mean, they're in Well, some... Montana doesn't kind of right now. Yeah, we're doing okay, aren't we? Yeah, I guess so. For the most part. But, our, our businesses aren't. Well, I mean, yeah. But some of them. Anyways. Um... But right now, polls here, the nation's most populous state, suggest that residents are about evenly split on the issue. Prop 19, as it's known, would take away criminal penalties for people 21 and older for possession of one ounce or less of marijuana. If it becomes law, it would mark yet another legal milestone for the state. 14 years ago, California became the first to allow the use of marijuana for medical purposes. Since then, 13 other states and the district have followed suit. And the district. Yeah. Love that. D.C. Love it. Advocates for legalization say they hope the vote in November will set off another trend across the nation. If and when this passes, says Jeff Jones, a longtime cannabis advocate who was arrested a decade ago for opening a medical marijuana dispensary, Mm. you will see stories around the world saying this was a major shift in drug policy. For sure. Absolutely. Something that has been demonized for, you know... Ever since we can remember and our parents can remember and their parents, you know, that's a huge step. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And supporters of Prop 19 argue not only that legalization would help dismantle violent Mexican mm-hmm. drug cartels, mm-hmm. but also ease the state's crippling 19 billion. Ouch. Billion. Billion wow. budget deficit. Wow. With new taxes on the sale of marijuana. That's a lot of money. Yeah. What did, how, what did that state do? Like, Hollywood is there. I mean, there's like a lot of money there. What did that state do to get so far in debt? Do you know debt? how much it costs to keep those people around? Is that what it is? I'll bet yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, have you seen that? That's some like making another Avatar movie. That's so much <laughs> money. Yeah, over and oh man. Hmm. It's insane. I yeah, they they're they drowning. They, yeah, they, I'm they're doing worse than drowning. That's crazy. If Make that's better possible. movies. Um, but opponents warn that passage could unleash a legal nightmare. They say that the referendum would bar employers from firing stoned workers without proving first that they were impaired. Mm-hmm. That would mean school bus drivers, for example, could get high before climbing behind the wheel. Oh, according to please. Again with the kids. How about Christ. we set regulations in place? That say... No, let's just do a big free-for-all. Alcohol is legal, and pilot, pilots aren't allowed to drink before they fly a plane, they right? Do. Well, they're not allowed to, though. If right. they get caught doing it, they're in, like, loads of trouble. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But I'm just saying, they, they So, do. yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. Every industry's going to have people breaking the yeah, law. That's, that's it. why you get those people in trouble. Maybe, you put- hey, here's an idea. Take your own kid to school. Hmm? <laughs> I know. It's tough, and you need the bus. <laughs> I never rode the bus. That's maybe I was privileged or something. I but had I, to I never when had I to... lived out in BFE. Huh? Yeah, I never had to do that. Yeah, It'd be a weird experience. An unlikely coalition has formed with medical marijuana dispensary owners and marijuana growers joining law enforcement to oppose the measure. That camp also disputes the promise of a new stream of cash into state co- coffers. Prop 19 is on the ballot largely because of one man, Richard Lee, owner of Oaksterdam University, which trains medical marijuana growers and dispensers. Lee has bankrolled the campaign, donating $1.46 million. Nice. Yeah. That'd be a cool place to go to. We should go down there one of these days and check out the O of U. It would be way cool. They've even got a little bus that drives you around. Oh, yeah. I would love to take a few classes down there. Mm-hmm. A lot like alcohol prohibition repeal came around because of the Great Depression. Now we have the Great Recession, he said. We've yeah. got budget problems and Al Capone-style violence in Mexico. No, this is above and beyond Al Capone. Let's, whoa. These guys are finding, like, piles of mass burials with people without their heads and stuff. People hanging from trees. This is beyond Al Capone violence, Okay. This is right. these guys don't f around. Well, so that's be you know they're saying that it's kind of split right now. I personally think it's going to happen. I think it will too, but it's going to be close for sure. Well, and on a side note, another story that I have here that we have time to to talk about oh, just while we're on this topic is if it does pass, th- certain things that could happen. Right, because right. people are thinking, oh well, the apocalypse. It, well, Maybe. that some people think that. Now we're twenty twelve. You pick. there's other people that you know they think that if it, okay, people think that if it happens, like all of a sudden everyone's going to be able to run out in the streets and start smoking, right, and like yeah, right. we're legal, and that may be the case, but there's still things For that could day? happen that hey. could stop everything in California. What happened when Obama got elected? It was like that South Park episode where everyone's know, in the streets, right. like Obama. You know, and everything just went down the tubes. I mean, everyone's going to go and they're going to have a big party and they're going to be like, you know what? We did it. We've been fighting for decades to do it. We finally did it. Sure. Celebrate. Yeah. And see, that may happen for a day, but there are things that could happen that could stop California from being able to move forward with the legalization, such as Mm. Obama suing the state. (laughs) <laughs> really? Like like they've got the money for it. Why? Yeah, if you're going <laughs> to sue somebody, you don't sue the bum on the freaking yeah. corner, right? California's the bum on the corner right now. Right. Don't don't sue them. 
So as California voters gear up for a November 2nd vote on Prop 19, a ballot measure that would legalize the growth, possession, and distribution of marijuana, nine former administrators of the Drug Enforcement Administration have issued a preemptive call to the White House. If Prop 19 passes, they say President Obama should sue. The Associated Press reports that in an August 24th letter to Attorney General Eric Holder, the former DEA officials wrote that the potential legislation of marijuana would challenge federal authority and merit a lawsuit against the state. So you're, what we're trying to accomplish is getting the state out of debt. You want Obama to sue the state, thus plummeting even further into more debt. That's good. Right. That's not counterproductive whatsoever. Well, and as they say, it's much like the one Mr. Obama has filed in protest of Arizona's controversial immigration law, which the administration says contradicts the national policy. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, okay, so they're passing a law that goes against the law we're all supposed to cover, so now you've got to do something to scare them, so sue them. <laughs> I don't think Obama's going to actually do it, though. I don't think so. No. I can't see that happening. I don't. He's like, fool, I'm in D.C. We're a medical marijuana state. (laughs) What do you want? (laughs) Quote, we would expect the Department of Justice to act just as swiftly and for the same reason, the DEA administrators said of the potential passage of Prop 19. The upcoming vote has incited heated national debate on the issue of cannabis legalization, and Californians once again find themselves in a position to set national precedent with the controversial ballot measure, as we just discussed. Right. And as we just discussed, there's people for it, and there's people against it with their, all their reasons. And But whether or not the Obama administration would be willing to intervene in the matter is unclear. The Justice Department has not issued a statement in response to the letter, and unlike the case of immigration, the president has not made the legalization of marijuana a central focus of his political agenda. Because, you know, he has important things to deal with, like the whole country going to hell and the war and, you know, running a country. You would think. I doubt that's a big issue on his mind at the moment. Well... I, you know, I think, if anything, he should just, like, sit back and be like, we should see what happens. Let's let it go for a year and see how much money they make, see what happens. Worst see case how the scenario is we don't, we don't have to try to have, as a country, figure out how to come up with $19 billion for California. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know? That's, yeah. Um, how much is this lawsuit going to cost? Hold on. Yeah, right. Can I pay for that in weed? <clears throat> So, uh, what's the time there? We're at 56. Awesome. Did you know that there was... Did we talk about this in Providence, Rhode Island, about the 15 medical marijuana Not yet. I was actually just, just looking at that. Okay, well, 15 medical marijuana registration applications have been rejected by the health department. Uh, after reviewing the applications, Dr. David Gifford and the health department found many requirements that were not followed... Each application exceeded the 25-page limit. Oh, no. I know, right? Nine applicants did not meet the minimum scoring requirements, and other applicants lacked nonprofit status. So some <laughs> of them were denied because they went over the 25-page limit. Right, okay, so maybe they can't follow directions right. Maybe they had a lot to say. That's a silly thing. What does that have to do with growing pot? This isn't high school. It's not an essay. I know. You have to you have to rephrase the question in the essay. Why should marijuana be legal? Well, I think marijuana should be legal because that's how you do that. Well, I mean, I, I understand the state wants to have control. So they want these applications turned in so they can decide who gets to who gets to run these facilities. I say, okay, the nine that didn't meet the minimum scoring requirements. Yeah, okay, then, they don't sure, qualify. I'm sorry, learn your stuff better, right. come back, retest. <clears throat> but the ones that went over the limit... And, okay, do you have to be a non-profit in order to do this? That seems I weird. I think in Rhode Island you do. Why would you make it have to be a non-profit? It's their way of trying to make sure that the people getting into the business are doing it for these reasons and not to get rich quick. Oh, okay. Is that good? Is that... I think if you make it as business-like and as industrial as possible, 
you'll have a better market, you'll have good competition, which will drive an even better market, better standards. If you make it like a nonprofit, aren't people just going to half-ass things? And then well, you're not, not necessarily. Have- I mean, personally, I think that if the majority of them were nonprofits, then it would take a lot of the competition. It'd take a lot and- of donations and stuff. To well, get- I mean, it would take a lot of the, the certain elements out of it that I think make things kind of messed up. Yeah. But, but people need to survive. Exactly. You know, I mean, and, and people need to find a way to make a name for themselves and to take care of their families. You just look at the profits the pharmaceutical companies make. Like, I hate uh, to play yeah. the tin hat conspiracy theory, but they do make a lot of money. You well, know? and they donate a lot of money to the government to help make sure they can keep making all a of lot, that money. Right. So is I that mean, has the weed industry just not donated enough money yet? How about all of the money we've ever paid in we've fines? We've all been put in jail over and over we've again. Donated when have time? we had the chance to make to to get the money to <laughs> donate to do that? Fines and in jail time money. Yeah, I don't think this, they count that. So the state is restarting the application process to issue licenses for up to three medical marijuana centers in October. Well, Rhode Island's a small state. So small. So, <laughs> I guess. Three is a pretty good number. But that's still a lot compared to what other... I mean, D.C. has eight. Yeah. How many are up here? In Kalispell? In the state. Oh, in the state. Oh, I have no idea. A bunch, right? Well, there's a few, but I mean, like, if you look at, like, Kalispell. Right. Okay, Kalispell, I mean, there's a pretty good population for Montana, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, not for how big the state is, but, but there's yeah. there's four. <clears throat> yeah. There's a moratorium. Oh, you're talking, like, in-city limits. Mm-hmm. So are they saying that's how many can be in-city limits? No, that's the whole state. Right. See, so that's, yeah. I don't know. Good luck. Well... And then uh, the last story before we get out of here, uh, the Times, the L.A. Times reported that Marcus Stanley, an aide to Senator Barbara Boxer, was arrested, charged with marijuana possession while entering the Senate building, the uh, Hart Senate building. Good job, homie. <laughs> I know, right? I'm going to bring weed to work. I work at a, with a Senate. Like, that's a job maybe. Wait till you get home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergeant said officers observed Marcus Stanley, 43, with a green leafy substance that tested positive for marijuana. He was later released. Uh, she had been working. Stanley had been working for Boxer Senate office since January of 2009 as a senior economic advisor. Because the charge was misdemeanor, he was released soon after being charged. He quit the staff shortly thereafter. Yeah, he was like, oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to face them, so I'm just going to go ahead and just, like, bow out quick. He submitted his resignation, and Boxer ex- Senator uh, accepted it because his actions were wrong and unacceptable. Well, Dude, I would have texted them, like, while I was leaving jail. I would have been like, just give my stuff to so-and-so yeah, right? and, like, forget it. <laughs> Stanley is the fourth Hill aide to be arrested by Capitol Police this year. So, good luck. Yay. What's that's weird though that I don't know. I mean, did he not have his card or was it the fact that he was bringing it into a federal uh, building? Yeah, I would think that that it would be that right there. You, you know, know, you don't take it to work, especially when you work for a senator. Even though every senator ever has a liquor cabinet in their office? Yeah, but liquor is a legal regulated I substance. Guess. That's true. So if when weed is legal and regulated, then can we have like? I don't know. I think we should. You you can't take alcohol into a. I mean, you wouldn't take alcohol into a senator's office, would you? No, you would drink his because it's going to be better than what you have. <laughs> Duh. Roll up. I in got there a forty with a OE. Of yeah, right. Some peepers. <laughs> <laughs> Jeepers creepers, let's drink peepers. Come on. <laughs> like I bought some tall boys. Yeah, right. We're gonna make brass monkeys. Oh, got man. the OJ. All right, well, anything else before we uh, call it call it a show? Call it another show? Well, we'll see everybody on Tuesday, and then we'll see everybody on Saturday. That's right. Sorry, I September get 18th. immature when I get excited. Are you excited for this? I am. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be your first live audience podcast. Are you ready to deal with like an actual group of people there while we're doing I'm this? I'm a people person. Well, yeah, but you're going to not be distracted and like, oh my oh, god. Oh, I'll be distracted as Are you going to be nervous? But 
Are you nervous? I'm I'm always nervous. <laughs> I'm always awesome. nervous. Especially when like, you know, I have to stop wearing tank tops cuz people count how many times like you adjust I, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, but no, I mean, I think it'll be a good time. It's all. definitely going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll film as much as we can. We will record it. We'll stream it live if we can. Uh, I'll have my droid there, so we'll set that up maybe. I'll have my droid it. there. Maybe they can, oh, like, yeah. mate, and then we attach them to a computer well, and I have, like, a super internet signal. I have mine. Oh, that? Yeah, we could do that. I was thinking <laughs> you could just stream with the phone with the Justin TV app. I have True. mine streaming to Cam 1. You could have yours streaming to Cam 2. True story. We can just set those up just random places. We could stream the right? whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Verizon says unlimited, but if you really read the fine print, it says up to five gigs. And I've come close to that, <laughs> but I've never gone over it. So I don't know if they'll really turn it off. You can say on all your advertising, it says unlimited. Yeah. But then it says unlimited up to five gigs. Well, that's, that's not unlimited. That's not unlimited, is it? That's false advertising. Maybe we should. I should just set this thing to just download like all day and see if I can go over that limit and see if they turn it off and then sue the pants off of them. That would be awesome. Is talking about it beforehand conspiracy? Conspiracy to what? I don't to know. To test my cell phone. <laughs> I pay so much money for that. I should. I should be using as much of that as I possibly can unlimited come on all right well yeah we'll see you guys there we'll we'll we will like she said we'll be back tuesday for uh, episode 25 and then saturday 26 episode 26 live, live. from smokers friendly there uh, hotboxpodcast.com slash roach market you can leave a message 406-204-4687 email info at hotboxpodcast.com or go to the website and just click around there there's lots of cool stuff so uh, thank you. Thank you, Sandy. It's thank been a you. blast as always, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Goodbye. If you like, you we, like this, we, is this is where, where you, you need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be.